So, you see I've got some friends helping me out today. I'm trusting them to sit still while we are busy. I want to take us to Exodus chapter 20, and it is 8 to 11. Exodus 20 is where God gives to the people of Israel that are on their walkabout in the Saudi Arabian desert, the Ten Commandments. So we're picking up one specific commandment. Exodus 28. Remember the Sabbath day by keeping it holy. Six days you should labor and do all your work. But on the seventh day, it is the Sabbath to the Lord, your God. On it you shall not do any work, neither you nor your son nor daughter, nor your manservant nor maidservant, nor your animals nor the alien within your gates. For in six days the Lord made the heavens and the earth, the sea and all that is in them, but he rested on the seventh day. Therefore the Lord blessed the Sabbath day and made it holy. That far we read. And we give God the glory for his word, even in the Old Testament. Welcome to God in the Movies 3. Before I go any further, I want to assure you that the friends on stage are mine, not my grandson's. So he's not an unhappy boy this weekend. In the movie, we encounter an adult Christopher Robin. Okay, the movie is called Christopher Robin. And we encounter an adult, now married with a little daughter of his own, but he's gone the way that most of us go as we grow up. He's got sucked into that horrible vortex of work, work, work. Anybody familiar with that vortex? Eh? Where just every moment of your day, in fact, every moment of your existence, seems to be sucked into the importance of your employer's existence. It can be a school, it can be a corporate, it can be a church. It can be particularly a government department. They're brilliant at doing that. Why I'm mentioning that with so much emphasis is that employers that are here learn the lesson too. Your employees have lives. So, the Winslow Luggage Company, which is whom Christopher Robin works for, is going through an economic crisis. We've been there. We know this. We're familiar with it. What is happening is that fewer and fewer people are buying luggage. Now, it's a quaint English word, that luggage. For us, it would mean backpacks and bags and shoulder packs and suitcases. And For the English, it's luggage. Fewer and fewer people are buying luggage, so they're starting that dreaded conversation. We need to let some people go. 
And that's a horrific subject in any boardroom. Christopher Robin is asked by his department head to work through the weekend to come up with a solution. Trouble is, Christopher Robin has already promised his wife and daughter that they are going to go and spend a weekend in the country. Also a delightfully English expression. Going to spend a weekend in the country. At the cottage where Christopher Robin grew up. Just round the corner from the hundred acre wood. The income of so many families is at stake. So of course, Winslow Jr., spends a weekend playing golf. In the meantime, there has been a big storm in the Hundred Acre Wood. Owl's house has been blown out of its tree. That's why he's not here. One way or another, the friends have managed to find shelter, but in different places. After the storm, poor old Winnie can't find anyone. So he goes to the hollow oak tree, that's the gateway to Christopher Robin's world, because in Winnie's mind, there's only one person that can help when there's a problem, and that's Christopher Robin. And he will know where to find his friends. The first clip begins just as Winnie and Christopher Robin re-enter the Hundred Acre Wood. It's very short but I want you to switch on your brain straight away and pay attention. Did you hear that lovely, simple wisdom? If you're stuck, you've eaten too much honey? No, that wasn't it. The simple wisdom was, I always get to where I'm going by walking away from where I've been. So simple. We sometimes would just ignore it. If only we could apply that to how we live in this world. Wouldn't that be great? I'm sure amongst the people you know, of course nobody in this room, but amongst the people you know, there are folk who are always talking about what can be. They're just a little bit better than the people who always talk about what was. The people that talk about what can be are interesting until you realize that they're not actually willing to leave where they are. So they'll talk about all these wonderful things that could happen just so long as I don't have to move. Imagine the impact, the simplicity of that lovely little statement could have on your and my relationship with Jesus. I only get where I'm going by moving away from where I've been. We could spend the rest of the morning, in fact, probably the rest of the week, discussing the impact of that simple statement. But for now, I just want to sow a few seeds in your heart. Perhaps there are things about your life that you really want to change but don't know where to start. Maybe 
you're trapped in a relationship that's just taking all your energy. Maybe you have an employer who doesn't appreciate you and is just dragging you ever deeper into that vortex. But whatever it is, you just can't seem to get started in changing it. Maybe your faith has become a little static and noisy. And it's a really interesting word, that noisy. Because it doesn't just mean loud voices. It means confusing voices. And so much sound around you that you just cannot concentrate on a single one. So, modern age, we have Google saying this is how church should be. We have the American megachurches saying that's how church should be. We have the traditionalists saying, no, 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 you guys can't do any of that. We've got to do this. And I could go through a thousand different other voices that the world is telling us about our faith. So much noise that we don't know who to listen to. Static is filling us with doubt, with fear. If that's you this morning, please don't leave here without having a chat with our prayer team down in the Connect Corner. And if you can't get there, please talk to somebody, one of our ministry team, even talk to the person next to you. You'd be surprised how much Christian wisdom is in this room if we just take the time to talk to each other about things that really matter and listen to each other as though that's the only person in the room. Because, my friends, we can be assured that that simple truth, I always get to where I'm going by walking away from where I've been, is at the core of our relationship with Jesus. What did he do? Met a few chaps by the lakeside and said, come, follow. Leave your nets, walk away. He still says that to every one of us today. Come away from where you are to where I can take you. He does not touch a life without changing that life and moving us into a perfect relationship with Him. Many of us get stuck in a place where we know just who Jesus is so long as it doesn't change me. We're quite happy to attend church becomes a little bit more difficult, though, when our relationship with Jesus says we actually need to change our lives and transform our existence. We need to practice the wisdom of Pooh. We will get to where we're going by walking away from where we've been. And I can promise you, 
that thought process will be included in the GLS on Friday. Because the world cannot learn enough of it, but doesn't do anything about it. I want to change gear now and talk about the importance of the Sabbath. That was our reading. Of having time set aside for restoration. Now, over history, the idea of Sabbath has probably caused wars, religious wars, religious schisms, which is a lack of church word saying division. It's caused chaos, just the concept of a Sabbath. Why? Well, some people say it's from sunset on Friday to sunset on Saturday. Other people say, no, that's all wrong. It's just Saturday. And still others say, guys, you've got it completely wrong. It's Sunday is the Sabbath. To be perfectly blunt with you, they're all missing the point. As we watch our second clip, we will see Christopher Robin's solution to the declining fortunes of the Winslow Luggage Company. There is so much in that little clip. But did you pick up the solution to the Winslow Luggage Company's fortunes? Exactly. Exactly. But allow everybody to have a holiday. In paid leave, what a concept. Eh? What a concept. Simply because they had been selling to the elite, the very wealthy. Because they were the only people who could afford to go on holiday. Because paid leave was not a thing. Quite simply, the solution is to allow people time to escape the vortex. To get out. More people going on holiday, greater luggage sales. More affordable luggage, there's a concept, greater luggage sales. Simple. Our lesson is learnt, though, in asking ourselves how much value we place on the Sabbath. Whether it's Sunday, Saturday, Friday, is immaterial. How much value do you place on a Sabbath? Let's think about that. Because in our thinking, we've got to get past the common perception that the Sabbath is a day of rest. Yes, it says so in what we read. But why would God need to rest? Why would God need to rest? The source of energy, the source of all power, the source of everything. Why would God need to rest? So perhaps the Sabbath is about a bit more than that. 
what if the Sabbath is just about restoration? The end of the word, restoration. Rather than just taking a break. If you take a day off, let's say you decide to take a Wednesday off, it's not necessarily a Sabbath. Why? Well, I can promise you that until about half past 11, quarter to 12, you were thinking about what you left unfinished yesterday. Then from about half past three onwards, you're thinking about what you need to do tomorrow. So your day off has just really become a lunchtime. And you haven't given yourself chance to restore. Haven't given yourself even a moment to regenerate. So how do we do this? Well, I think the key to a really good Sabbath restoration is to spend time in the company of friends and family who love us and whom we love. It's time to connect to that love which is the energy that enables us to live every day. It's that love that recharges our batteries. For most of us, a Sabbath just spent alone is a day off. We need to spend it with people. We need to spend it in company. It follows, though, that if we get the best from a Sabbath by reconnecting with those we love and who love us, then a key portion needs to be reconnecting with Jesus. Spending time in the presence of the Most Holy to regenerate ourselves. Spend time out of the city. Spend time in a garden. Not your own, because then you'd have the tendency to weed and trim. Spend time near water. Whether on the beach, whether next to a river or at the base of a waterfall, Spend time near water. Water is a really interesting thing. We need it to live. We cannot exist without water. And yet we can't survive in it. Isn't that strange? It should be our natural element, but it isn't. When you stand looking out over a lake or looking over the ocean and you see this beautiful sense of calm with an incredible amount of life happening underneath it. Spend time near water. It will remind you of your Creator God. Find a space that draws you closer to God. And I promise you, that space is not in your office. Find a space that allows you 
to say, here am I. Speak to me, Father. Then your Sabbath becomes meaningful. Then your Sabbath becomes a time in which you are not only resting, but it comes a time in which you are rejuvenating and rediscovering the energy that our Creator has put into each and every one of us. We are not designed to be fatigued. We are not designed to burn out. We are designed to give each other life and to fill each other with the presence of the Most Holy. That's the Sabbath. A time given for restoration of relationships rather than just rest. What was the first thing Christopher Robin did when he was given permission to go ahead? First, I'm going to do nothing. Because sometimes doing nothing leads to the very best of some things. I can promise you, 95% of people in this room are petrified of doing nothing. Am I right? Eh? Because we think we've got to be on that treadmill. We think we've got to be in that vortex. We think we've got to be working to be meaningful. My friends, to be truly meaningful and significant and transformative and all those lovely words we use, we need to be connected and reconnected again and again with the one who created us. And with those people he's given around us who love us and cherish us. And we need to be that person for other people also. Let us remember from this morning that the only way we can get to where we are going is by walking away from where we've been. And that's a braver thing than we think it is. Whether in life, whether in faith, whether in employment, whether in worldview, the only way to get where we're going is to walk away from where we've been. And the real way to celebrate a Sabbath is to use it to reconnect with love, with one another, with God, with Jesus. You never ever thought you'd see that in a Winnie the Pooh movie, did you? But that's the final little lesson. Don't ever, ever, ever lose the imagination of a child. If you want to enter the kingdom of heaven, be like one of these little ones. Amen.